Welcome to another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast on Georgia Public Broadcasting. Thanks for accessing us however you are doing so. We're here to talk all things high school football. I'm John Nelson of GPB Sports. Can't wait to start another season of the Football Fridays podcast. We bring in our Tommy Palmer joining us from Statesboro, Georgia. Hey, Tommy, how's the borough? The borough is fine, waiting in anticipation of the storm, wondering if it's going to turn our way. Other than that, we are fine, John. Thanks. All right. So let's talk about the week that was. Would you like to go from the most A's down to the least, or would you like to go from the least A's up to the most? Your lead dancing, I'll dance to your drummer. Go ahead, sir. All right. And since I'm left-handed, it'll be a little different, but here we go. Uh, Starting off in 7A, Conquit gets a big win over Valdosta. We'll get into the week that will be in the second half of the show. Mm-hmm. When Grayson beats Marietta 38-31, does it say more about Grayson with the way Marietta came back or more about Marietta the way that Grayson jumped out to that lead? If folks will take a look at my blog, they will find that this week one of my biggest surprises is that Marietta is 1-3. and three. This is a team that everybody had pretty much already shined up the trophy for, if you remember, early on in the preseason. And, and this is a surprise to me. I really thought Marietta, you know, not being able to get 29 points down and then come back. I don't, I don't think they can spend the rest of this season coming back from deficits. They've got to change something. But the biggest surprise to me is, is Marietta being 1-3 and three right now, honestly. And then we go down, uh, we'll take an A off, and Sequoia right now knocking off Dalton the way they did, 42-14, sets up a big matchup in a couple of weeks, possibly with Creekview down the line. So Sequoia and Creekview right now 4-5 and five on a bit of a collision course. Well, I don't know how good Sequoia is, but they're undefeated, and they're doing everything they need to do. And any time you beat a Dalton, 42-14, to 14, and I hate to say this because it sounds like Freddy Gonzalez when I say it. Uh, you have to you have to tip your hat uh, to Sequoia. The Chiefs are playing really well right now, John. And then we look in Quad A, and it was the game that we had on Football Fridays in Georgia's Facebook Live. Benedictine traveling all the way to Blessed Trinity. And as I have always maintained, one of the great orators of our era, a gentleman by the name of Rick Flair, to be the man, you've got to beat the man. Blessed Trinity right now is the man in Quad A with Maris to close second, 38-7 over Benedictine. It's absolutely no telling how good Blessed Trinity is. You have to remember, this is a football team that doesn't do all the fancy uh, fun and gun and all these other themes. Uh, they just kind of line up and come at you. They play fundamental football, and obviously fundamentals are becoming very in now in high school football again after uh, several years of basketball on grass. Uh, Blessed Trinity doesn't play that way. And, of course, Benedictine had the long bus ride, but that's just part of the game. You know, a lot of people have to drive a long way to play Benedictine. But uh, I think Danny Britt will get it squared away. But uh, it's kind of tough to cut your teeth on a Blessed Trinity team. They're in the top 100 teams in America, and there obviously is a reason other than just politics. Let me drop down to double-A for my next-to-last team that I was looking at, and it's Rockmart, who knocked off Heard County 33 nothing. So Rockmart right now, top five in double-A. 
I, you know, that's a surprise to me. One of my former uh, news directors at the radio station here in Statesboro, Mike Mole, played football for Rock Mart, and he huh. always just, you know, beat on his chest. But, boy, I tell you what, he's having a good time emailing me this week talking about <laughs> his old alma mater. You know, he just, listen, the Rock Mart people are just super, super proud, you know, and, and well, they should be. Rock Mart's playing as well as anybody in AA right now, John. And let's finish up in Class A public with uh, the week that was from my perspective. We looked at Clinch and Dooley coming into this week as one of those games that you needed to circle. And, yeah, you needed to circle it by the time it was done. Clinch had four touchdowns in the first quarter, beating Dooley 40-6. to You know, I am afraid that everybody else is playing for second place. We'll know more after this week. And, of course, I'm sure we'll talk about this. But I've got to tell you, Clinch County has taken Dooley County and uh, uh, our friends from a week ago, Brooks yeah, County, Brooks. which people just don't do, to the woodshed in, in consecutive weeks. John, in my opinion, I think Clinch may be the best team in Class A. Uh, they may be the best team in Double A too. I hate to put it that way, but that could be the case. When you look at some of the other matchups that were around last weekend, what else stuck out to you? Uh, I, I thought that, uh, you know, Colquitt County handled business very well. Uh, I, I thought it was really very surprising. There are, there are a few teams that have really surprised me, and one of those being Southeast Bullock. They're now 3-0 and in, in AAA. They're playing very well. My old alma mater, Claxton, is 3-0. and They've beaten a AAA team. They've beaten two double-A teams back-to-back. They're sitting there 3-0. and Those are some of the surprises to me, John, simply because these are teams that don't get a lot of publicity statewide. But the biggest surprise to me right now at this point in the season, and you will probably concur with me when I bring it up, Emanuel County Institute is sitting yep. there 0-3, and and that just does not happen in Graymont Summit. No, it does not. When you're talking about a Metter team who, under Rodney Garvin, 3-0 for the first time since 2003, yep. ECI was a 19-point favorite. Metter, 5-14 and their last two seasons, losing 12 of their last 13 in this series. 0-3 for the first time at ECI for the first time since 2001. So I will definitely concur and second the motion to the floor there, sir, as we get into the week that will be. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think the first thing that sticks out when it comes to the week that will be is the fact that the region of doom in single A, region two, is going at each other. And the team that we talked about in the week that was clinch, who do they get the first week out of the blocks? A 3-0 and Irwin County team right behind them at number two. And that Irwin County team is a dandy football team. They went into Fitzgerald J.C. Stadium. And, you know, that's the only game Fitzgerald's lost. Everybody had cried wolf. They didn't think uh, Fitzgerald was going to be very good. But uh, Fitzgerald comes up and beats Upson Lee. Irwin County had beaten them late in the football game there. Irwin County is loaded. But they better be because – I think they have to go to clinch, isn't that right? Don't they have to go to clinch to play? Yeah, Urban County yeah, got to go. Yeah, they got to go to Homerville for this one. They've got to go to Tyson Field, and I think that Buddy Noble's bunch, they'll be ready, but it's going to be a tough ask for them to head down to Homerville for the first week of region play. The amazing thing, and a lot of people statewide do not know that, and I hope this podcast kind of 
can can get to some of the specifics of what's going on with other high school football teams. Clinch County is a football team that runs the Notre Dame box, folks. They don't do anything fancy. They don't try to trick you. The, the trickiest play they have in their playbook is the spinner when they snap it short to the up man in that four-man set in the backfield. But, man, do they have some football players in Homerville. And they don't recruit down there, do they, John? No, it's, I mean, that's for me, I thought you were going to say one of the, the fanciest plays that you'd see in the Clinch County playbook is when they drop back to pass. Well, they don't do that very much, do they? They don't have to, do they? <laughs> now, now let's, let's uh, just to kind of brush through the rest of the, the region a little bit, Charlton at 2-1 and one has, is hosting Atco this week. They're also at 2-1 and one out of the blocks. Turner at 2-1 and one is hosting Telfair, who's also at 2-1. and one. So you want to talk about... The heavyweights trading haymakers out of the out of the first week of region play. I think this is going to be it. It is, and one thing that really hurts Region Two A, John, is they beat each other up, and other yep. teams are winning and playing other games while they're beating each other. So when you get to the final twenty-four, somebody's going to get their feelings hurt in Region Two A because they're not going to make it. But it won't be because they haven't played well. It's because they've beat each other in their own region. And those things really hurt this region because there are about five or six quality football teams that are playoff worthy in Region 2A, in my opinion. And when you look at the week that will be, this is one of those weeks where we have, I want to say, like 327 fantastic matchups coming out of the blocks. What else have you circled this week? Well, one of them that I have circled, and and really I think this is going to be one of those really great high school football games before a more-than-capacity crowd in middle Georgia. That's Colquitt County. Uh, on the road at McConnell Talbert playing Warner Robins, uh, yep. just out of sheer oh, we want to see both of these teams. You got both. You've got the seven A and five A runner up, and both of them are unbeaten right now. But also a, a game that really needs to take some 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 precedence here in, in, in just being honorable to the champion. North Gwinnett heads into Raider Valley. That's going to be a big game as well, John. Two and one North Gwinnett uh, after their loss to Akiva, Florida in the Freedom Bowl setup. They go to Walton. Walton right now three and zero, so it's looking like a matchup of two versus five when you have those two going at it. You know, we'd mentioned Creekview with Dalton. Here's a here's another one down in South Georgia that has kind of stuck out to me this week, and it's Glen Academy and Wayne County. You've got some crossover there in six A and five A. Glenn and Rocky Hidalgo in that defense at two and one going to Wayne County, who right now in five A is 3-0 and and inside the top 10. It's ironic that you would mention that because I'll go ahead and give a little tease. I'll be doing a thing called Tommy's Take on the pregame show, and guess what? That game is included, and I'll talk a lot about that one. Attaboy. Okay, that's one of my uh, three games that I'll talk about. Glen Academy in Wayne County, and do not sleep on Wayne County in, uh, in 5A. I'm telling you, this is a dandy football team, and... Uh, they're pretty doggone good, John. Beating uh, Beaufort, South Carolina, 35-7 last week. MJ Fuller rushes for 182 and two touchdowns. 
something to pay attention to for Wayne County, though. Starting QB Shamar Taylor left the game with an injury. First quarter did not return. So what do they do? They have preseason All-State wideout Ashby Cribb take his place. He throws for a TD pass, runs for another. So part of Tommy's take this week on Football Fridays in Georgia as we are live for a fantastic game in 5A. Rome hosting Carrollton on Football Fridays in Georgia across all your favorite GPB platforms, whether it's TV, web, app, you name it, it's there. 7 o'clock is the all-access pass, 7.30. A little after 7.30 you'll be your kick. So Carrollton and Rome as we talk about stuff in 5A. And then going into to Quad A, a couple of heavyweight battles here where you've got Marist and St. Pius in kind of like the, the private school round robin that we've seen in the city of Atlanta, 3-0 and 3-1. and Mary Persons in Peach County and then Troop and Callaway, both teams 3-0. and You want to talk about beyond standing room only? That's going to be it with Callaway and Troop. You know, we talked about Troop a lot last year on Football Fridays in Georgia, and all they've done is remount and reload. This is a really good football team. But I'm going to tell you something. They are playing a really good football team as well. You know that as good as I do. Uh, Mariston St. Pius, does it get any better than that? I think not. And, <laughs> and, and, and some of the other matchups, John, that, that you have mentioned, gosh, this is probably, as we like to say, the week that was. These are the dandy matchups we've been waiting for as we head into either week four or week five, whichever you want to count off, okay? Uh-huh. See, now we're getting into the math no, discussion. No, 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 no. no one said there was going to, to be math on the show. I was keeping count. So. Oh, of course. No one said there was going to be math on the show, so whichever way that you, <laughs> your perspective is, it's going to be that particular way. Now, here's a, here's a matchup that, for me, in AAA is kind of – a tr- it's a crossover that starts with a triple A side and it speaks to what season one is greater Atlanta Christian last week flies out to the Metroplex loses to Preston Wood Christian by the score of 13 to seven. They're Texas highest rated private school team. This week, they're in Thompson to take on a Thompson team who is also one and two. So traditional powers below 500 as they're heading into their fourth game of the year. But I think this one will be a fun one. Well, I think it'll be a good one. It always is. And this has turned out to be one of the best uh, in, in that classification over the past two or three years. They've just decided to start playing each other. And I just think it's a case of both teams are really good, but the competition they've played is really good. But I think Thompson's really got to get their legs back under them this week, or, or it, 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 it might be a, a, a rough season. And, of course, Greater Atlanta Christian, they're going to do what they do. We expect them to be there at the end. But uh, Thompson needs a win big time this week, and so does Greater Atlanta Christian couple of games also on my radar i've got dodge county hosting fitzgerald and another regional rivalry with aquinas and lincoln county in class a private that is it for the football fridays in georgia podcast thanks as always to me compadre tommy palmer down there in the borough we would love to hear from you what is on your mind this week and every single week when it comes to football in the state of georgia you can reach us at gpb.org forward slash sports subscribe to us anywhere favorite podcasts are found so go to your favorite podcatcher go to football fridays in georgia check that box and you can get us every single week sean powers is our lead producer he's in charge of making sure everything sticks to the tape and on the ones and the twos football fridays in georgia is a production of georgia public broadcasting i'm john nelson see you again next week play it safe everybody enjoy the games